What's up, y'all? Welcome in. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. The OG Queen is back. I hope y'all enjoy. Today's show is brought to you by Ave Explores. And if you like any second of it, please take the time to hit the like button and please subscribe. It would help us out so much. God bless. Enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. Welcome into Forte Catholic. I'm Taylor Schroll, and I am welcomed. This is crazy. What have you done with my friend? <laughs> so for the first time in many months, two things have happened. One, uh-huh. there is a person sitting next to me in in the studio. We loosely call it a studio at my house where we record the show. Yeah. And there's a person here. I'm not looking at somebody on a computer screen. Yeah. I'm looking at someone in, in the person. flesh. And if you have been a fan of the show for a while, you know this voice. We just haven't heard it in a while. After a five-month hiatus, welcome back, Alice. No, has it been five months? It has been five months. Whoa. (laughs) Wow. That's astounding. Well, I'm glad to be back, Taylor. Thanks for having me. No, this is great. And uh, I don't know what to do with you not yelling at me, though. I, I don't. I've... Oh, I'll be yelling at you. Okay, good. Just uh, not the intro at the listeners. Okay, I will fine. definitely uh, be yelling well, at good. you at some point. Bring it. So uh, you're back. That's I how am. we're starting the show. I am back. I'm so glad to be back. It's been a while. Uh, you, you Five dis- months, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you disappeared on us. So we, we didn't know what was going on. No, you were missed. That's the first well, thing. Well, thank you. Thank you. I missed all of you, too. You know, I really... You know how when you're experiencing something and when you're in the middle of it, I didn't have good language around what was happening in my spirit around COVID and quarantine, um, around these national headlines that were making me feel all sorts, all sorts of things. I'm naturally an empath, just very empathetic. And so I absorb other people's pain and other people were having so much pain. And the things that you normally do, you, the universal you, me, to take care of yourself. It was like none of them were working. And so I was on top of all of the things that were going on in our nation and around the world. I was feeling anxious about not working. I was feeling anxious about um, thinking about having to work again. And then I was feeling anxious about those two things not making any sense. And I was all around feeling a lot of anxiety. And so it became really necessary for me to just pare down to the most essentials, which frankly was just hydrating my kids. If one more person asked me for water. So it was like, I just need to make my world as simple as possible. I quit doing my own show. I quit doing your show. I quit doing all of the things thinking that that would help. I'm not certain that it did, to be honest. (laughs) Everyone that's hearing right now hears that you're completely healed. Right. Totally. Totally. (laughs) But it was like, I was just having extreme emotions about everything. I mean, I was like irrationally irritable. I was irrationally sad. I was irrationally anxious. And then I would, you know, have these long conversations with my husband and he's like, I'm not sure how irrational it is. We are in the middle of a global pandemic. I hope someone told you that that wasn't the right. case. I think it's but you know what so. it is. You know how if you're if you're experiencing feelings and I would look around at my life and everything's intact. I mean, you know, my kids are healthy. I'm healthy. My husband's healthy. We have a paycheck coming in regularly. And so you would compare pain and say, what do I have to to feel all these feelings about. And then somehow that made it worse that I didn't feel like I even had a complaint. And so I don't know, it was just a lot going on all at the same time. And I appreciate your patience with me. You've been very patient. 
Sure. <laughs> so you know how early, you <laughs> to my face. <laughs> yeah, you literally started all of this by saying I didn't have the words to say how I was feeling in COVID. Right. I had the words. I just couldn't say them publicly. <laughs> oh, uh huh. Like about me or about you? No, about everything. All the things. All the words that I thought. Yeah, yeah. No one wanted to hear those words. Yeah, and it was right? like all of our safety nets had been removed. I mean, the ways that we normally nurtured ourselves, whether it was church or even just a girls' night, even a date night with your husband. There are no babysitters, you know. So it was like every single thing that I would do to take care of myself had been stripped away, and so um, I don't know. It 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 does feel good to be back. It feels good to be slowly reentering into some things. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back. And I know that it's funny, like, uh, people will reach out to me mm-hmm. after, after shows and they're like, yeah. Hey, my favorite co-host is father Anthony. My favorite co-host is Liv. My favorite co-host is Allison. My favorite co-host is John. Everyone like ev- it's so funny how everyone has a favorite co-host Yes, and it's not like there's one like black sheep. Like, like there is, there's, there's, there's everybody who's has getting voted favorite. off the island. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I know that, like, I'm glad you're back, but I yeah. know that there are, like, there's at least 25% of the audience that's awesome. going to be very I love excited. It. Thank you. That, that you have 25%. Returned. And together we, you know, we get it all done. We can become, you know, we can do our best at being all things to all people with all of the the people that you have around you. You've done a really good job of, you know, selecting different people with different strengths. And I just got really sad. You know why? Why? I just realized that if each of my four co-hosts have 25%. Where does that leave you? Yeah, no one cares about me. <laughs> <laughs> you bring us together. You're like the convergence. Is that a word? Uh, you know? It is a word. I just don't think you used it. <laughs> <laughs> don't bog me down with details but, right now. So it's my first day back at work. I was just listening to uh, uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've talked about Malcolm Gladwell. You haven't read him much, have you? Um. I my husband has and he obsessively talks about the things that he's reading so I feel like I have. Yeah. Uh you would love Malcolm. I he- I've heard. Uh, I've told you that a year ago and you yeah. haven't heard anything yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will social science. I mean, come on. It's but right up my alley. There's there's people who are like connectors and mavens and I've been yeah, thinking about that. Yeah. And it's like there and it's like I I think I'm a little bit of both of those two things. Essentially, mm-hmm. uh, like the connector are people that just just like connecting people. Uh-huh. And then the maven is like uh, it's 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 pretty similar, and like Malcolm explains it way better than I do. But essentially, it's like th- those are the people that can can bring bring a team together. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, I guess that's what I'm doing because no yeah. I, I, no one listens to this show for me. They listen to it for the people that I get to talk to. And mostly, if they do listen for me, it's because they're bad people because they like me making fun of all the people. <laughs> that I bring together. So I don't the know. only people that like me the best are the people who have the same ethics and spiritual life that I do. I don't want to take your word on that. Like, I'd like to hear a little feedback. Okay. If you're a bad person, uh, make sure that you tell me (laughs) in the comments. I want to see some comments. If you're a good and holy person, uh, welcome Allison back. (laughs) Well, I am glad to be back, Taylor. I miss you so much. You're just one of my dearest friends. So I've, I've missed this. Yeah, it's good. Um, so, uh, let's d- what people like about you the most yeah. is your preaching. Oh people, dear. People come on uh, or the, any, most of the feedback that I get is like we love when Allison gets on her soapbox. Yes. And I soapbox. I prepared you for a, for a preaching soapbox um 12 hours ago. Oh I, yeah, I told, I told a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I told you what we were going to be talking about. And uh one of them, do you want to do the the Solomon one or the Ezekiel one? I know I know nothing about either of those. 
Good. <laughs> That's, well, that is your soapbox, Taylor. The, the one thing you said on, uh, about coming back is you wanted to be prepared, and I'm glad that I, I prepared yes, you. Yes, <laughs> and you prepared me, and I dropped those no, balls. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not your the fault. The Ezekiel I, ball, I, the Solomon ball. Uh, I went to the Solomon ball in 11th grade, actually. What? It was great. No, I didn't. Come on. Welcome back. <laughs> B-A-L-L. I, well, hey, you made up like a football sign that is being... You know, to this day, I, I mean, I, that. I remember, I have a freakish memory. It's a blessing and a curse. Oh, you're telling me. I know, <gasps> I know everything that I've said to everyone, and I, yeah, it's always in the front of my mind. That's not a good thing. Yeah, my husband really regrets. But yeah, that a, a le- God made me that way. Ten years ago, it was ten years ago, like f- two days ago. Like I just got it in my time hop, where it was the first football game that my university ever played we were undefeated for 120 years and then we started a football program and lost the first game yes so it ended very quickly but yeah we had no traditions and uh so i invented i invented a sign and they're still using it today yeah well i mean so who's to say that you didn't go to a solomon ball how could i know you say you say like outrageous things and then they're true so what was the solomon ball like what'd you wear Uh, my date was hideous It's not real, people. It's not real. Okay, let's talk about Ezekiel. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, I, in in college, actually, so right around the time that I went to this football game, I made it my point to finally read the Bible all the way through. Okay. So what I did was I read one chapter, at least one chapter of the New Testament every day and one chapter of the Old. And essentially, I went in order. So like I started with Matthew and Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yes, those mm-hmm. are right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I started with. Is that advisable? Did you just make that up? Um, it is not. What is not advisable is starting in Genesis and going all the way through. Right. And I'll tell you why in a second. Yeah. Um, it is a, a lot of reading plans have, uh, like, the, I think the most popular reading plan has uh, New, Te- New Testament, a Psalm, and the Old Testament. Sure. Because okay. there's like 150. Unless and then like Protestants have one fifty one, it's weird. I guess they just have an extra song, yeah, which seems pretty Protestant. Like their services, I think they sing lots of songs, yeah. Um, so that makes sense. I just got that for the first time ever. So I, I'm reading this, and the reason it's not advisable to start in the Old Testament is the reason I also read a chapter of the New Testament every day. Yes, the Old Testament it, gets it, really it, sloggy there. Yeah, a few, a few yeah, a little in. gory, a little intense. Oh, I love those parts. It's the boring parts that I don't. Oh, like. sure. So like books, like four through sixty. Yeah, not much going on. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I got to one of those Leviticus. Books. Uh, yeah, Ezekiel is one of the books. So okay. here's here's the thing though. I fin- you finish the New Testament before you finish the Old. Mm-hmm. So then what do you do? You're kind of stuck. Now you're in the same thing. We were ha- you know, halfway through the Old Testament. And so what I did was I was like, I'm just going to slog through this. And I'm going to read five chapters a day mm. of the Old Testament. Because it's more story based. It's not as much like sure. the New Testament. You could read three verses like during your prayer time. And that's all you pray with. Like, the right, whole time. right, right. The Old Testament, yeah. you could read five chapters and have nothing to pray with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Thank you for that lineage. So I got there. Uh, and... I got like halfway through, relatively halfway through the Old Testament. And then I was like, okay, I need to do these five chapters You're going to blow through Ezekiel. Blowing through, blowing through, blowing through. I got to where there were seven books left. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish the Bible. 
Dunzo. With seven books left. And it's been that way for 10 years. Okay. So when I started praying and reading my Bible again after COVID, you and I, oh, uh-huh. I had some troubles as well. It wasn't just <laughs> you. Uh, so when I started again, I was like, okay, I'm going to pick back up where I left off a uh-huh. decade ago. Okay. And read these six to seven books that most people have never heard of. I'm just impressed that you knew where you left off. Again, really well, good memory. Uh, also, it's the beauty of reading your Bible on an iPad because the bookmark oh. was still there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> six iPads later, mm-hmm. my bookmark is still there in my Kindle. So I started reading it. And again, I'm reading like two to three chapters a day and nothing. Yeah. And then I get to this one. And here's what it says in Ezekiel. If I was a good host, I would tell you the chapter and verse. Okay. When I bring the sword against a land, if the people of that land select one of their number as a sentinel for them, a, and the sentinel sees the sword coming against the land, he should blow the trumpet to warn the people. If they hear the trumpet, but they do not take the warning, and a sword attacks and kills them, their blood will be on their own heads. But if the guy doesn't blow the horn, right. it's on his head, yes. right? Yes. So Mulan is coming out this weekend. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Yeah. So like it's on Disney Plus and they're, they're kind of getting you. So if you subscribe to Disney Plus, uh-huh. you don't get it. But if you pay them 30 extra dollars, you could watch it now or you can wait like the rest of the world and watch it later whenever... Wow. Whenever the crazy people are done spending $30. Right. Yeah. It'll come to the rest of us. Right. Okay. So for me, it comes out in a few months. Sure. (laughs) Okay. So uh, did you see Mulan like the old one? Sure. Okay. So the Great Wall of China. Yes. China? Did I say China? (laughs) (laughs) The Great Wall of China. They, uh, when the Mongols come, you said you have a great memory. We're testing it. Um, The the Mongols come. (laughs) Let's see your Disney memory. Yeah, I know. I'm were you watching this as a person or were you watching it with kids? Oh. Um, like, did you watch it yourself? It, it, it was before you had kids. Yeah, it was before I had kids. Okay, so you were like actually watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Mongols come over. Okay. And whenever the people standing on the Great Wall of China, whenever they come over, <laughs> what's that, that, guy, that guard's job? I don't know. His, to so, blow a trumpet. No, no, but you know more about the Bible than Mulan, which to most people makes it a good thing. To me, I'm very disappointed. Uh Yeah. But uh, the Mongols come over. Okay. And uh, the the big bad guy is like killing all the all these people on the wall. And Mm -hmm. there's one guy left and he he grabs a torch and he puts it into this large. There's there's essentially like a there's towers all along the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Every, I don't know, 300 yards. I'm guessing. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. Where you can see and he lights a fire. And then the next person, 300 meters, oh, uh-huh. meters down, lights uh-huh. a fire. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So literally it lights up the whole Great Wall of China yeah. in minutes. Uh-huh. And and what he says is, uh, now all of China will know that you are here. Mm. So there's this there's this attack coming from this one part of the wall. Mm-hmm. And all the Mongols are, are coming over. Mm-hmm. And this this like the guy gets killed like, yeah. because like the last thing he does is light the fire the bad guy kills him but because of that all of china knew that they were being invaded yeah. and at least the most recent guards knew where it came from because they can see where the fire starts and where it's kind of spreading from there so that guy literally gave his life to tell everybody else that they're being wow. invaded because if the that town doesn't know they're being invaded they're going to be but killed in right. sleep. They're not even gonna be able to put up a fight. Sure. Right? So we get we get to this passage, uh, 
and 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 I, I was thinking a lot about it, and I was just playing a game where there's Mongols, and it's a very similar thing where yeah. you just signal fire, and I was like, okay, like we are both of those things. We are the sentinels. Yeah, we're the guards. Yes, but we're also the villagers, depending on the yeah. relationship we have with different people. Yeah, and I just I just thought it was so crazy that. Um, we have like a, as a as like a village person, mm -hmm. right? If you see that signal fire, it signifies there is danger, there yes. is trouble. Yeah. Either run or put on your armor and get your sword right. and let's go fight, depending right. on you know who you are. Right. Uh, and then there's also but, but like if you if you see the fire and you don't leave, that's not on yeah. them. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did our job here. Yeah. And you know, as I'm like I'm I'm processing everything you're saying and I love I you do this often <laughs> you will bring in something like from pop culture and and make it spiritual so I I appreciate that so didn't even plan on talking about Mulan. I will watch Mulan <laughs> differently now um because I'm like did they blow a trumpet no they sounded a gong no they they lit a fire yeah um but you know so what are what are the fires that we're seeing like what are the indicators now you know like today what are the warning signs that are asking us to grab our swords. Now I'm an unapologetic pacifist. So of course the, to me, the sword is the word of God, <laughs> but you know, but what are those indicators that says, Hey, get ready, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, th and there is, there is stuff going on. And like we talked about it again, like, like you said, like literally as we started, there's so much going on in, yeah. our, in our country, in our own, in, in personal lives yeah. because of everything that's going on. Yeah. And it's like, there are certain fires that like like you said, you're a pacifist. My my like if that if that fire goes on, I'm getting my my sword and I'm sprinting <laughs> to the to the. You're like I'm gonna run away and like that's fine. Yeah. And because we all have our different roles to play, and where the, I think where the metaphor breaks down is there are other things where you have been sprinting to the fire mm, and I've mm -hmm. been running away. Mm, right. Interesting. And, yeah. and and I think some of that is healthy. Some of that is is fear based. And that's sure. Not necessarily sure. Sure. Like my point now, but some of a lot of that is assignment. I mean, there is a I feel a holy assignment, and trust me, it's inconvenient. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, I have I've paid a price, um, but it feels irresponsible and dangerous to ignore that assignment more so than the pushback that comes from right. being obedient. So, right. yeah, I love it. And and again, I mean, just to bring it back to your four very different co-hosts together we can get it done but i think we keep trying to be the holy spirit for one another so as you race to go put a fire out and i retreat um i think that we are criticizing each other's assignments we're trying to be the holy spirit for one another and that's where all of um the attacks come from inside the house which is completely destructive yeah for sure as opposed to as opposed to us loving one another and me encouraging you and you encouraging me with my own holy assignment and your holy assignment and then having the people outside the wall say hey something different's going on in there i mean isn't that our job is to is to we're going to be known by our love we know that and so the idea is that people from the outside are looking in going i am intrigued i am intrigued about what's going on in there and it that cannot happen while we're tearing each other apart for having different jobs right that would be like the mongols coming over the fence and then we all start fighting each other. Each and other. Like, wait, I guess we win. What <laughs> just happened here? Okay, we we're gonna lives. go. <laughs> uh, so I, I think, like the, the just to kind of wrap up, there, there's two things. One, if you feel a tugging on your heart to be a sentinel for somebody, either publicly or just like, like we do this as as friends. It's like, hey, I see something going on in your life. Yeah, and it's odd or strange or not. Yeah, you. yeah. Um, if you feel like you have the urge to say that and you don't say that, yeah, 
it could be very much like not you being the sentinel, not lighting the fire, and yeah. then the invasion comes it's in, good. right? It's good. But We're all- the pointers for each other. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and we take turns in that in, within friendship, within relationships. Yeah. But also the point that 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 is actually being made in Ezekiel is for the people in town where it's like, if you see these signal fires. Yeah. And just go about your daily. Right. Business, like you're going to die and that's on you. <sighs> and, and I think like, that masquerades as peace, by yeah, the oh, way, yeah, like keep the peace, keep the peace. No, make the peace. Mm-hmm. And it might involve a battle. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the reason, you know, just war theory, we go to war to make peace. You right. Know? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, so it, it all comes down to, I mean, like to paring down to literally the individual where it's like, this is, this is what, what sin does. You see the signal and you're like, you see the temptation and some, and it's like, that's, that's the signal. That's the temptation. Yeah. Am I going to do anything about it? Because right. if you don't do anything about it, it's going to come yeah. get you. Right? I love the idea. I'm sorry. I think we're out of time, but I love the idea because I hadn't thought of it this way of us being the that sentinel for each other. Right. You know, we're the pointers. I, it is my job to point you back to God. That's God. That's not God. That's mm-hmm. God. That's not God. I love that. Well, good. good. I'm glad you enjoyed our first segment back together. Yay! Look at us. (laughs) Uh, Well, guys, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back here in just a second uh, to tell you about uh, my car experience. Some of you saw it on social media. Some of you didn't. None of you know the whole story. We're going to get into it here in just a second. Including me. I'm excited. The family is at the heart of society. Each family is unique and beautiful in its own way. Yes, even yours, the one that drives you crazy. But when we say family, we don't just mean two parents and a handful of children. Check out the next Avi Explores podcast series going on right now, which is all about Catholic family life, where the host and my friend Katie Prashon McGrady and many special guests explore the diversity and uniqueness of families discuss how families are the first teachers of the faith and the home is the first experience of the church. Uh, so they share how the, the family is critically important within the church and can profoundly impact the world. Head on over to the Ave Explorers podcast to listen and subscribe today. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. That is Allison Renee Sullivan. Oh, I love that name, but it's Isn't not it nice? mine. Isn't it nice? <laughs> it is. It is. What? So I know you. We've talked about this one jillion times. You just touted your excellent memory. This it's is been five fantastic. <laughs> this is fantastic. I I like Renee. I'm going to keep it. I don't care what your middle name. I'll is. I'll take it and I'll answer to it. I answer to a lot. Ashley, Angela, what have you? Um, I Angela, I can't see. No, I can totally and Ashley. See Ashley. Mm. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you one hint about my middle name. Renee. It's all I'm sticking with. Uh, Ferris Bueller. No, nothing. Still. Allison Dayoff Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Oh my gosh. No, his girlfriend. And I was. Um, Anna Ferris. What? She's a person. I know, but. Like, oh, way too young. Um, okay, so I was Wait, really in ins- her, you, who her. You she's way too young to be in Ferris Bueller. Did they remake Ferris Bueller? No, because that's not okay. That okay, is- let's start the segment now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, listen, Ferris Bueller had a girlfriend. I was really insecure about my middle name because it was weird. And then she had the name, and she was a brunette and gorgeous. And it's Sloane. So Sloane Peterson. So you're a natural brunette. Yeah. And you're blonde now. Yeah, sort of. It so was, she it was didn't pink inspire a couple you of that days much. ago. 
Well, I want to be just like her in no way at all. I'm well, gonna. I mean, for the love that was. I'm gonna replace 35 my middle years name ago. with my maiden name, and then replace it. How many years have you been married? Twenty? Eighteen? God, fifteen. Fifteen, and then fifteen years later, replace it with Renee. Renee and uh, I'm a blonde Renee. Blonde Renee. Ashley <laughs> Renee. <laughs> okay, so uh, something happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. Thir- uh, I've been telling myself and many others, I, it's not like I was going around saying it, but people would ask, they're like, hey, your car is in bad shape. And I'm like, it's- I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows this more than me. You don't hear all the sounds it makes. <laughs> right. So, uh, let's let's go back February mm-hmm. before COVID. A happy time. Did let's, it let's did it die back. at lights? Did your car die at lights? I don't know what that means. Die at a red light. When you stop at a red light, it dies. Oh no 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 no. no. Okay. Uh, it, it it stayed on, but anytime I went more than three miles per hour, mm. it, holding the steering wheel oh, uh-huh. was like holding a shake weight. It's a workout. Yeah. Yeah. So those shake weights, you're supposed to hold them for like 15 seconds, uh-huh. and you'll turn from me into Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what the commercials say. Sure. Right. I'm sure it's all true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but essentially, like I took a video a couple, like about a month ago of like me on Instagram holding the phone and I'm just <laughs> I doing didn't this. See that. <laughs> just going crazy. So February, okay. my car is like it, it, it makes noises and stuff, but it's driving yeah. fine. Like and I'm like uh, it's like to the point where it's like, okay, I should probably get a new car. Uh, March was coming up. I had a lot of money pr- supposedly coming in because sure. I had all these events scheduled for March of and course. April. It was we were be all great. so busy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I'm finally going to be able to replace this car. Mm-hmm. And and then COVID hit. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to drive this car until it dies. Because mm-hmm. I can't afford to buy a car now because COVID hit and everybody lost money. Right. Fine. Then I'm driving in my car. And in about April or May... It went to the point where I was like, I was literally terrified to drive it. Yeah. So like, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. The only place I was going was yeah. to the gym. That's mm-hmm. the only place I'm going. It's not that far, but it's all, I had to go like three, four exits yeah, on the highway. I mean, and yeah. I'm doing the shake weight. Yeah. So by the time I get to the gym, I'm exhausted. Yes. Sore pectorials. <laughs> yes. So, but it was like scary. And then I was like, like there was... I, I tried to avoid it at all costs, but there were like two or three times that I had my kids in the car over like the six yeah. month period. Mm-hmm. And I'm just scared the whole time. Yeah. Like, you know, no. yeah. Am, am I putting them at risk? Am I putting myself at risk? It was just stressful, but there's nothing I could do about it. Right. And then I was like, I'm just going to drive it till it dies. And that way. What is the car? What's its actual make and it was, model? It was a Mazda Protege 5 2002. Mazda Protege. Okay. So it's older than all the students that I work with at our local Catholic school. Yes. Which is the first signal. That was the first signal yeah. fire from the Great Wall of yeah. China that I got that it was time to get a new and car. And Protege Heaven has been beckoning. Oh, yeah. It L- just needs to turn to the light. I, I think, need- like, it's like one of those things, you know, how like, like some families, like, the, like, like family names at, end up dying, right? Yes. Where it's like, you know, some, some families don't have boys yeah, or the, they right. have boys and they all join the priesthood or, you know, something like that. Right? Sure. The family name dies. I, I think the, the for 2002 Mazda Protege 5s. Mm-hmm. It was like that was... the whole family was in heaven <laughs> and they're just waiting on the last one. They're like, just, just let go. Come see us. And, and I, you ma- can go. You I, can I, let I made go. her stay for six yeah. more months than, longer than she yeah, should have. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I drive out to, 
I mentioned, I think last week and the week before that I'm coaching our local football team at the, at the Catholic school that I've been working with for, for years, but football is new. So I drive out to our football complex, which is out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and it's fine. You know, I do my shake weight on the way out there and I'm driving out car turns on. I pull out of the, like the, the complex onto the highway. It just, it just shuts off. Oh, <laughs> yes. And I have, I like, I did just started. So I was maybe going like 50 miles an hour. So I had just enough miles per hour. On a downhill to coast to pull it onto his shoulder, of the road, right? So I get onto the shoulder. I call the, the only two people at left of the complex are me and the head coach. Mm-hmm. I call him. I'm like, "Hey, can you come? Like, you know, yeah. Essentially, try to give me a jump. It wasn't the battery. Like, I knew it was the motor. No. But we try to jump it just in case, just to get it off the road at least, at least to get it home. Yes, doesn't work. He takes me home. I call my car guy, and he's like, "Hey, you, you, uh, you need to call the like the." What is it called? The junkyard people. Yes. And they'll come get it. I said, okay. So I call the junkyard people. I tell them where it is. This is the funny part. Uh, I looked up my car on Kelly Blue Book. Oh, wow. In, oh, I'm dying like, to February. know. Yes. I'm going to let you guess. I know you, you're you not a car person. No, no, no. Definitely I'm going to let you not. guess, though. How much do you think? Like, if I was going to sell you that car in February, you'd never buy it. But if I was going to sell you that car... What was the Kelly Blue Book suggested? No, price? they would charge you for the inconvenience. Pretty close. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> Three hundred dollars. It and it gets worse. I promise you, it gets worse. So uh, the car is worth three hundred dollars. Uh huh. Which essentially what I was saying for six months is that my life is not worth more than three hundred dollars. Right. Right. It was scary. Yeah. The other funny thing is I call the people and they're like, "How much would, are you looking to get for it?" And I was like. I just want, in my head, I'm like, I just want it gone. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. But they're like, is the bumper fine? I'm like, sure. I suppose. Uh, and they're like, well, we'll give you $225 for the bumper. Wow. So they come out and get, they tow it for, for free to me. Yes. They're going to give me $225, which also means that that car working is only worth $75. <laughs> You were driving around a bumper. Oh my gosh. $75. So that's that's essentially where, where the where the car died. So that was Thursday. Mm-hmm. And here's what I I've never done this. Here's what I heard in order from the car guy. We will come pick it up. Go bring the title of the car to your car shop. Like that's okay. who referred me. Yes. And then they'll give you the $225. Okay. So in my mind, the thing was they will pick it up, I and then drop off the money to my like just I thought what they're doing is they're picking it up and dropping off the money. Yeah. From from my people. I would then bring the title and pick up the money in one trip. Okay. I was wrong. That, that's uh, And now that I've thought about it, like, of course they need the title if they're taking the car. They're not going to demolish a car they don't have the title for because that's okay. a lawsuit. Now it makes sense, but that's not the order that he told it to me. Sure. Yeah. So I'm waiting for it to be picked up. I'm driving by this car every day because I'm going to a football practice. So oh, I know right. So they haven't right. Picked it up, there it so is. I'm, yeah. So I'm not going to pick up the money. Right. Because it hasn't been picked up. Okay. Sure. So gotcha. uh, I'm playing video games with our, with our friend and co-host, Father Anthony Schraub. Yes. I'm playing video games with him on Thursday night mm-hmm. at 1030. I get two phone calls in a row, which like, yeah, two at 1030 at night. It's I, I started going. I, I was like, my whole family's here. They're yeah. all asleep. I know yeah. they're here. So I actually went to go check on them. I was like, did someone run away? <laughs> you know, yeah. Because like, I know it's the cops. No one else is going to call other than the cops at 1030 unless it's a prank <laughs> call. It's the cops or a prank. Oh my call. Gosh. So I 
I go check on my family. They're all still here and still sleeping. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd seen them an hour ago. So what could happen an hour? And then I'm like, okay, like my my family members is a it's a nine seven nine number, but it was a Brian number. Nine seven nine is also my hometown, which is weird. Oh, it was a Brian huh. number, so I knew it wasn't like my family, like my my parents. And yeah, 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 yeah. In trouble. And then I was like, maybe there are two people here that I'm like they're local, like two people where they're kind of they're you know young adults and their pa- parents live somewhere else. But I'm close with both families. Maybe okay. I'm their emergency contact. So I call them back. Yeah. And. And they're, uh, I'm in the middle of a video game with Father Anthony. So I like, and I can't pause it. Like it's an online game, mm. but and I know it's the police. So I call him oh back my gosh. and I'm like, hello. And, and I get the dispatch number. Like I'm calling to turn in a. Oh, know, right. So, yeah, of course. Robbed, yeah, right, you know? right, right. They're like, hello, sir. What can I help you with? I'm like, someone just called me. Who is this? <laughs> yeah. No, I text him first. I'm like, who is this? In case it's a prank. And they're like, this is Brazos County Dis- Dis- oh, Dispatch. <laughs> so I call him. Still, they're like, you know, they don't recognize the number, I guess. So they're like, what's your emergency? I'm like, you called me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so I I talked to him and they're like, sir, do you know where your car is? So I'm like, like yeah. Indeed I do. Probably where I left it. Because, yeah. uh, and actually I know it's there because it can't move. <laughs> so they're, they're like, oh, I was like, okay, I, I called them. I called them yesterday. They were supposed to come yesterday. And I guess they didn't come. And this was Friday. It was Friday night. I think I said Thursday. It was Friday night. So it's the last day. Of yeah, the- we had lunch the day before this was all supposed yes. to go down. Yeah. So the, this is all the work week. Yes. I, I think that lunch was the last thing that I drove to and got home from. Because the next thing I drove to was football practice and I didn't come home. <laughs> <laughs> you were the last successful trip. No, no, no. no you I already was in the van. had your I was van. In the van. You already I was in the had van. the van. I was in the van. So, uh, the, the 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 comms call me. They're, they're like, because I know that it's like a legal, like they'll they'll tag it and it's illegal. They'll tow it if it's if a car's broken down yeah. for too long. Yeah, I thought the car had been picked up two days a day before. Right, right, right. And they're like, yeah, it's still there. So then they call me again Saturday. I'm like, yes, I'm aware it's still there. Are you aware it's Saturday? Like, I can't do anything about it. They're closed. Right? Yeah, right. So they're like, okay, well, if it's not picked up Monday. Then we're going to tow it. So I call the people back and they're like, hey, dummy, bring the title first. What are you? I'm like, oh. oh. So I go and I bring I bring. You're the not title. born knowing these things. Yeah, I mean... But I'm born with a brain and it makes sense. They're not <sighs> going to crush a car that they don't own. I, I, I get it. I get it. Okay. So uh, f- finally, they, 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 they get the car. It's fine. Uh, I call my parents after it happened. Because yeah. we had been talking about me getting a new car, like I said, back before COVID had hit. Right. And I was like, okay, I, I, eventually I need it. You've and, been in the market. Right. Uh, on Thursday, I applied for a car loan. First, like, loan I've ever applied for other than, like, house and, like, student loans you don't really apply for, I guess. Right. They just give them to you because they want your money forever. Yes. Uh, and ever. So, well, this is the second loan I've ever applied for. I applied for one like five years ago and I got rejected because I was still young and in ministry and had no money to my name. So right. they're like, we're not giving you money. Uh. I'm like, maybe it would help. They're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I applied for the loan. I'm, I'm, I start looking for cars. My whole family gets involved. So I'm like, my dad's looking for cars. My mom's looking for cars. My sister's looking for cars. Like, uh. hey, try Carvana. I'm like, I'm on Autotrader. She's like, do Carvana. I'm like, okay, fine. So we're all looking. We find this car. I, I was looking for an SUV because, like, my favorite car I've ever had personally was an SUV. And uh, my parents found one. My dad found one. He liked it. It, it had, like, great safety reviews. And it was it's a, it's a, it was 2009. I was looking for, like, t- 2012 just for 
uh, safety, so I don't have to replace it again soon. I've lived in the car shop. You know, just trying to avoid those things. Uh, but it, it was a lot cheaper to go 2009. And this one actually looked like it was like one of those things that was like kind of top of the line yeah, yeah, yeah. in 2009. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't like the stock one. So we go to look at it. I drive an hour and a half to get there. Oh. No, I don't drive. My friend drives me because I don't have a car. Because you, yes. Right. But we're thinking that I'm going to drive this car that we're buying back. So yeah. that would make sense. My right. parents drive up an hour. Sure. They drive home an hour. It's yes. a whole ordeal for everybody. Yes. We get to the car place. And, and this car that looked tremendous on paper. Yeah. Terrible. Really? It ter- like it was it was rusted on the, like the whole like it was from up north, like in Michigan, to where they put salt yeah, sure. on, uh, because yeah. of snow or something that we don't uh, we yeah. are uh, again, What's I'm that? not born knowing these things because I was born in Texas. But there's there's salt all over it. And it was like one of those things that was like, I could drive this, but I wouldn't be happy in it. Right. right. Yeah. And like none of us really felt good about it. I didn't feel great about it, but it was like awkward because my parents were like, hey, you're going to Because you're all there. Yeah, I mean, when's all... that going to happen again? Right. And and like they're, they're because of COVID, they know that I couldn't afford buying a new car. So they're giving me an interest free loan. Thanks, parents. That's so a huge nice. blessing. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, but we're there. And then it's like, it's like awkward too because I'm like, I don't love this car, but you're also buying it. Right. <laughs> so it's just like this awkward right. thing. Uh, but like my mom wouldn't wouldn't happy about it. My dad wouldn't happy about it. I looked at it. I was like, yeah, I, I don't really feel comfortable. I finally was like, I don't feel comfortable getting this. Yeah, and so good. we're about to leave, which means I have to call back my friend who drove me there. <sighs> He's so generous, right? He, yeah. He, uh, he drives me there at nine o'clock in the How morning. How far are you? Yeah. I told him there's a possibility, but I'm about to have to call him back. My dad, the la- last ditch effort, looks at, looks at the guy and says, we're not really happy with this. Is there anything else that you have? Um for around this price. Yeah. And he goes, sure, that one. And he points at this beautiful red car. The one in the driveway? Yes! <laughs> oh my god! brand new. It's right in front of us. Like we park the, the, the no. car that wasn't on the creek. We park it. He's like, yeah, that one. Same price. It was- What a, in the world? 2009. So same year. It had half the miles. It's a 2009 that only has 55,000 miles on it. Come on. That's it's like, just not an SUV. Right. Yeah, it's just not an SUV, but it's good. Like I've driven, like I've actually totally. only ever had yeah. one SUV. This is my third car. Right. And so like we get in it, it's gorgeous. Like, I mean, like, like the the other one was like, you know, you're pretty stuck. Like it has the miles per hour and like an AM radio, yeah. and that's it. This one is pristine <laughs> on the inside. Like it has all these cool, fancy lights, and it's got a, a great like navigation system. Yeah. It's, it's got all the so that's like a whistle. really expensive third row. I mean, it was like <laughs> <laughs> so we get in the car and the other car, like when I drove it, yeah. like I couldn't, like I pushed on the gas to like get on the highway and it was like, I don't want to. <laughs> don't make me. Yeah. Please don't make me. Which is kind of like the car that I just uh-huh. had. Yeah. We've I, been there. We get in and so it's a red 2009 Toyota Prius. It's a hybrid. I've never driven a hybrid before. Mm-hmm. And I get in and I'm like, is this going to feel like the other one did? Cause it wasn't as strong. I get in the, this hybrid car. <laughs> I'm like flying down. Oh the my gosh. I'm so glad. Oh man. So like and, and then we he's like, are you serious? Like, there's no way this is the same price. You must be making a mistake. And he's like, nope, that's the price. It's like it was like a hundred dollars more, which is nothing when you're oh, of course. Car, yeah, right? no, yeah. Um you, you're already in, in the home. Wow. Home. Have you named her? I haven't. Lola. Renee. She's a showgirl. Her name's Renee! going to be Renee. Because <laughs> she's red, like red Renee. Yeah, I yeah, like it. would be great. Okay, there uh, you go. She's not a brunette, but that doesn't seem to matter to you as much as you thought it did. No, that's totally <laughs> versatile. That can change in a blink. So here's here's what was crazy. It's like we went for one other car and we like we all thought that that was the car yeah. that was going to be right yeah. for me. We got there and it wasn't. 
And like, here's the, like, this kind of thing doesn't happen to me. Mm. Like most other Catholic speakers or radio shows, they're like, yes, God spoke to me today. I'm like, he's been very quiet for many years. He is not <laughs> explaining himself over lunch right now. I am Forte. He is very piano. <laughs> <laughs> and, but like, I mean, the, talk about God's providence. Literally, it was the the dealership we went to, mm-hmm. which was so far for all of us. Mm-hmm. We went for this other car. This this car that I have that I love. It's I was driving eighty miles an hour on the way back. Yeah, getting sixty miles a gallon. It's <laughs> insane. For as much as I like travel, like when the world opens up again, I'm gonna yes. be traveling again. Yeah, I'm gonna spend like twelve dollars yes. a month on gas. It's, it's gonna save me money in the long run. It's just a beautiful I'm car. I'm so it feels happy great. for you. I That's love great. it. And all in God's providence. He knew that that car was going to be there. Yes. He knew that it was going to be the, the car that I happened to park in front of yeah. whenever we were done with our, like, I mean, that stuff doesn't happen to me. Yeah, but you wouldn't have chosen it. You had to be lured there by what you thought you wanted. And then he had to kind of bait and switch. I'm like you. a dumb fish. I'm like, hey, look, that, that <laughs> dead crab seems to be floating in the middle <laughs> of the water. I'm going to go bite it. And I did. And I was the dumb fish. <laughs> I forgot if I was the fish or the crab for a second. I'm the fish, I think. <laughs> I was the dumb fish that went to go eat the thing, and I got baited, and they're like, he took me out of the water, and then he threw me back in, and when he threw me back in, there was a 2009 red Toyota Prius. <laughs> Named Renee. <laughs> Named Renee. What a beauty. So talk about God's providence. I mean, like my parents being very generous to, yes. to give me that no-interest loan, and like finding the car. It was just one of those like it's so great. Okay, God, what a relief. You're cool, I guess. <laughs> yes, and then protege is resting peacefully. Finally went to heaven with, with her, the family. Rest of her family. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how God worked in my life this week, and that is not a sentence I usually say on this show. And I want people, I want it to go down in the record that I said it in the record books. I said what Catholic radio show hosts are supposed to do. Well, we should just stop there. We are. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> After a brief hiatus, I am back to streaming on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ForteCat. Yes, we changed the name. ForteCat. Uh, go over and, and and come hang out with us. We have so much fun. Uh, myself, a lot of times people from around the show, guests, co-hosts, will hop in. We're playing uh, Fortnite. We're playing Siege. We're playing Fall Guys. Whether you love games or, or not as much, Come hang out with us. We have an absolute blast with people who loves games and even even those who don't, who aren't gamers themselves. So uh, twitch.tv slash ForteCat, and I hope to see you guys soon. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am still Taylor Schroll. That is still Allison Sullivan. Yes, she is back, and we're all very happy. We're going to talk about the Bible again. We're talking about the Bible twice. Lots of scripture. Boy, okay. Where am I? Uh, you're in the water closet, remember? <laughs> no yelling. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was, again, in this whole reading the Bible thing the other day. Okay. And uh, as I was reading the Bible, Solomon came up. And then I was listening to my favorite Catholic podcast, Forte Catholic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Catholic Guy Show. Uh, I like how funny that was to you. I'm, I'm a little offended how funny my joke was. Uh, so I was listening to the Catholic Guy Show. Uh-huh. He's he's who I emulate. He's great. And they were doing this game, it, uh, and they were talking about Solomon and wisdom. And it was just I forget what it was. It was like, who would you rather want in like a pub trivia game? And it was like Solomon or. 
uh, Thomas Aquinas mm. or somebody stupid. Like, I mean, the, the third answer was stupid. Okay. Uh, but it was like, do you want somebody with a lot of knowledge, like mm-hmm. Thomas Aquinas, Thomas Qu- or, yeah. and, or wisdom? Yeah. And I'm, I, at the time, I'm on my, I'm listening to this in my headphones on my roof because there's a hurricane supposedly coming mm. and I'm sweeping things off of my roof to like clear out my gutters. Uh-huh. So, Strange time to get an idea for the show. I, I just wanted to give you all the mental picture of where I prep for the show. Right, <laughs> On my nice, roof yes. like a crazy person. Okay. So they're talking about Solomon and his wisdom. And one thing that's always bothered me about Solomon, and I, I've talked about it before, but not quite with this, with this lens on, is that the Bible says that Solomon is, is the wisest person ever. The part that I always forget, and this is the part that I heard while standing on my roof, maybe because I was closer to God standing on my roof, I got Ooh. this insight, Ooh, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but not only did God say that Solomon was this, like the wisest person ever to that point, he said, and there will never be anyone as wise as him. Mm. And like, so what's, here are the things that Solomon is known for. He's known for being David's son. He's known for getting wisdom. Yeah. He's known for having slept with 900 women. Mm. And he's known for, uh, because of his leadership, splitting Israel and Judah and like they never become a nation again. Mm. Like God's people have been this, you know, it started out with two people and then the, and then the family and then the tribe. And if you've studied the covenants, like it just continues to grow to this great nation mm-hmm. and the nation begins to crumble mm-hmm. under the guidance of the wisest person. God has said yeah. the wisest person that has ever lived. Yeah. Is that strange or right, am I crazy? Right. Like, yeah, there there <laughs> seems something irreconcilable. Huh. So you don't ha- you don't have any answers to that? Uh, here's here's but I don't have answers to why like but here's here was my thought is Solomon was given a tremendous gift. He asked for a gift and was given that gift. Yes. And upon receiving that gift at the at the beginning, he used it well. Mm-hmm. And then he used his wisdom mm-hmm. to build up himself yes he used that gift to do whatever he wanted yes i I forget the exact numbers like 300 wise 400 copy combines 300 other women or whatever like 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 he all you know just pleasure for himself yeah and he didn't use his wisdom to Hmm. guide the country Mm -hmm. the nation whatever you want to say the, the nation and it fell apart under his guidance yeah so obviously like he, he, like God's like, you asked for the perfect thing. You asked for wisdom. That's what yeah. a leader needs. And he just squandered it. Yeah. And everything fell apart mm-hmm. and it bothers me. <laughs> so, you know what this, this reminds me right now of fish and loaves. So fish and loaves, as it turns out, is the only miracle story repeated in all four gospels besides the resurrection. <laughs> I'm about to say, everyone says that. And I'm like, Jesus didn't stay dead in one gospel. <laughs> 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 but but if, if fish and loaves, if the multiplication of fish and loaves is going to be repeated four times, obviously the gospel writers and like therefore the Holy Spirit thought that there's something that people really need to hear about this. What is it? And so if you take this little boy on some hillside in Galilee who, I don't know, went fishing that morning and grabbed some, you know, loaves of bread, whatever. But he he's now like sitting at a teaching and everyone's hungry that maybe they've been there so long. I don't know, but people are hungry and he looks down at what he has. And I'm sure that he probably thought for a moment, this isn't enough. What does it matter? So what that I have this, but he did what he was called to do, which is turn that over to the Lord to let God do what God does. 
So I think our tendency when we look down and when we don't think we have enough, it's to hoard, it's to grasp, um, it's to glorify ourselves. I need to keep this for me and mine. And so if this miracle story is going to be repeated four times, I think the real lesson is that you are messing in Messiah matters when you start concentrating on the how. That's a podcast name, Messing in Messiah Matters. That's great branding. (laughs) Well, good. Well, let's let's do something with that, Taylor. Um, there's our our holy assignment. Um, but you start messing in Messiah matters when you start thinking about the how. It doesn't matter the how. Your job is the what, and the what is turning this gift that you've been given over to the Lord to let Him do what He's going to do with it. When you start thinking that it's not enough, when you look down at in, in your lap with what you've been given, and when you turn your nose up at it and say it's not enough, I don't like it. I want her gifts instead. And so then you keep it. You keep it hidden. Or you keep it to glorify yourself. You try to, you know, misbehave, frankly. You're misbehaving. What we're called to do is turn it over. And then we find miracle of all miracles that we never have enough unless we give it away. It is to be given away. And so when we use our gifts to glorify God and to serve people around us, that's when the miracles happen. And here's what's crazy about like juxtaposing those two stories. Which gift is the greatest? It's not even close. Solomon's wisdom is greater than two, uh, whatever. Right, right, right. Like bread and fish. Sure. Right. It's not even close. Which gift is more powerful, better, could do more. Like ultimately, if both were given to God, right? And I think the reason that a lot of people, myself included, hold back using all of our gifts mm-hmm. is because we see people with better gifts. Absolutely. You know, it's like someone's I mean, already doing. People that. can look at me and be like, I mean, why be a Catholic speaker, a podcaster? Taylor's when already got a master. When there's a Taylor, I mean, around. right? But I mean, like, like we can all look and be like, oh, I'm not as good at service as that person, so why even serve? I'm not right. as good at at sharing the sharing my faith as that yeah. person, so why even yeah. try? And these two stories, like, even if somebody's better at using a gift. They could be, it could be a Solomon situation. They have the better natural talent or natural inclination or natural ability, but if they're not going to use it, who's, who's the better, who, who do we look upon with in a better light? Right. The little kid with the gift that was almost nothing in comparison. Yeah. And he's the one that he gave his little gift and God did his thing with it. And he's remembered so much more fondly than Solomon. Of course. Not to the point that we know his name, but still know him very fondly. <laughs> I sure wish that sweetheart had a name. His name was Renee. <laughs> <laughs> Male version of Renee. <laughs> they have those. They make those. I know. Yeah. <laughs> they make those. <laughs> in a factory. If your name is Renee, Allison thinks you were built in a factory. It was multiplied so much when that little boy, Renee turned over. I love that. We just named him Renee that I will never forget that (laughs) there's yeah. Okay. Record books. Um, but when he turns it over, everyone, we know that they have eaten till satisfaction and we also know that it's left over. And so we know the scripture tells us that there's 12 baskets left over. So what happened to those baskets? Who knows? It doesn't say sold them for a pro. P R O P H E T. Yes, I was with you on that too. Um, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, but there's twelve baskets, and so you know you could. So what happened? Who knows? I mean, did he give one to each disciple? I mean, we know that twelve is a really significant number. But you know what's fun for me to think about is that I bet he loaded that little boy up. I bet I can oh, just, cool. you know, I can just picture him sending Renee back to his village here. He will never be outdone and his, in Renee's generosity. Mom, Susan would be so mad at <laughs> Renee. 
because she she would have thought he stole all that. <laughs> it's like I've got a story you won't believe. But Judas is in the corner. Why are you giving it all to Renee? <laughs> you know what I think one of our biggest problems are though is that we get so fixed on outcomes. This is what it's supposed to look like. This is what the miracle is supposed to look like. It's and so we start clamoring for what comfort, safety, adoration, fame. I don't know. I don't know what people's idols are. But we get we look at our gifts and we say, "Oh, it's not enough to get me this, this thing that I'm certain that I want and need." And and so then if it can't do that, if it can't get to this fixed outcome, then forget it. It's either not good enough, I'm going to hide it, I'm going to just glorify myself since I can't trust God to do it. So who do you want to be more like, people? Solomon or Renee? Renee, all or, the way. Or Susan. I'll, I'll leave that as an option. <laughs> but if any of you pick Susan, you're a crazy person. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it, it, it always connects. Anytime we talk about gifts and using gifts, it all comes back to, like, the body of Christ, right? Where yeah. it's like, uh, like, if you ever think, like, could you imagine, like, I just imagined myself trying to walk. Like when I didn't have control of like my abdomen. So like my legs and my arms, my head are all doing the right thing. Yeah. But my abs are just like, meh. So my body's like slouched over and falling. I have a really disturbing mental image of Oh, that. me too. Or like, you know, even the little simple things. Like I go to try to open my, my new car door and uh, my whole body's doing the right thing. And then my elbow's just like, nah, I'm not going to do it. So I'm trying to like pull my... Pull my arm up and my elbow is just like flailing. Right? You're so weird. I know. Welcome back. <laughs> so like, but like, it's the little thing. It's like, oh, you might not think the elbow is important or the abdomen's not the most important for these activities. But if the abdomen doesn't do its job, it's you get right. the mental image you just got. Yeah. If if it's... my elbow doesn't work, I, I I look like the fish or crab that I was in the last segment. And so this story, written four different times, tells us that Jesus rejects those lies and that we need to do it too. Does he reject? crabs and susan as well <laughs> <laughs> no he loves them all he, he loves them all so that's what i have about gifts and we have two minutes left Any oh final dear you, two minutes um okay we've named your car we've no i don't have anything you don't have anything no okay well uh you can c connect with me on on social media at taylor schroll on instagram and twitter at for the catholic also on twitter you can connect with miss sullivan at allison m sullivan Sully? Sully. On everything, or is it Sullivan on some things? Uh, I mean, Facebook is Allison Sullivan. Okay, but Allison M. Allison Sully. M. Sully on all the other things. And be nice to me on Twitter. I hate Twitter. Jeez. I am nice to you on Twitter. I'm mostly. It's fine. You might be one of the only two people I'm nice to on Twitter. Oh, good. Yay. No, I neglect Twitter. I neglect it completely. Uh, yeah, all things Forte Catholic. F-O-R-T-E Catholic dot com. Uh, one of the things that we've been doing all this entire show has been on YouTube. It's too late now if you're <laughs> listening on the radio or listening on podcasts. But do do me a favor. We're trying to build up the community over there. YouTube.com slash Forte Catholic. If you want one of these nice Forte Catholic shirts that I'm <gasps> I wearing. I should have worn my shirt. I love that We could have been twinsies. Yeah, that would have been nice. ForteCatholic.com slash store. Uh, you want, here's, here's how we'll close the show. I... Our show notes, because you wanted to be prepared, you texted me very late last night. I texted you back very late last night, and I texted you my notes. And and I all I did was copy and paste those notes and put them in the document sitting on my iPad right in front of me. The first note is my reply to your text, which is, we were supposed to apparently start the show with 1130 is fine. 1130 is fine. On the way. I got all messed up trying to read my lines. So the, the first line of my notes is always hilarious. Uh, we didn't start the show there. Hey, I drove to your house in one 
male swoop today. I did not From have China? to. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. I'm Taylor Stroll. That's Allison Sullivan. I'll be back next week. <laughs>